Hello, I'm Mary Parker, and you are listening to Eureka's Sounds of Science. Germ-free mice. You may have heard the term, but do you know what it means? In microbiome research, or the study of all the microbes that live inside of us, there could not be a more important animal than the germ-free mouse. In order to do these studies in microbiome, uh, it's you need to start with an animal that has no microbiome, uh, and an animal that's referred to as exenic. Uh, an exenic animal uh, comes from the Greek meaning no strangers, so an exenic mouse has nothing in it that is not mouse. In the real world, we are constantly surrounded by countless living organisms. Even ordinary lab mice are exposed to everyday microbes in their food and bedding. But for the extraordinary germ-free mouse, this presents a problem. In a world where bacteria and viruses and fungi are everywhere, um, keeping these animals germ-free can be very difficult. So special methods need to be employed to make sure that the exenic animal stays exenic. Senior manager Rich Morin and his team at Charles River's transgenic facility have developed autoclave cylinders to both clean and deliver food and bedding to germ-free mice. These cylinders allow any material that needs to be introduced to the mouse enclosure to be steam sterilized and delivered to the isolated cage without being contaminated. If you're going to steam sterilize something, the package needs to allow the steam to penetrate, but not allow contaminants to penetrate. So that's why we use the autoclave cylinder. What a supply cylinder is, is a steel cylinder uh, that's opened at one end, and around the sides of the steel cylinder, there are small holes. We take those holes and we wrap them in a HEPA filter material, and then we put the supplies in and then seal the open end of the cylinder. What this allows us to do is put it in the autoclave and the steam will penetrate through the HEPA filter, get to the food, sterilize the food, but then once you take the cylinder out of the autoclave, the HEPA filter prevents any uh, contaminants from getting back into the food. The open-ended cylinders are assembled with the feed or bedding inside, and once wrapped with the HEPA filters, they are ready to be autoclaved. The open end is sealed with plastic, and the cylinders are sterilized. Steam can enter through the filtered holes, but no contaminants can penetrate the filters. The real value of these wrapped cylinders can be seen after they are sterilized. Their sealed design prevents the material inside from risking contamination on its journey from the autoclave to the mouse enclosure. The cylinders are then attached to the enclosure and are ready to be emptied. When it comes time for the food or bedding to be delivered to the animals, we would take this cylinder, we would attach it sterilely to the port of the isolator, and then once the sterile attachment is achieved, then you can reach in from inside the sterile isolator, poke through the plastic, and grab your supplies and pull the sterile supplies into the isolator without contaminating them. According to Rich, steam sterilization has been around since he started at Charles River in 1979. What makes this process new is the need for even cleaner mice. Gamma radiation can be used more easily for many research projects, but it cannot meet the sterilization requirements of germ-free research. At this point, 
where gamma radiation has, uh, has been proven uh, not to be sufficiently effective, um, I'm not aware of any other uh, technology out there that would uh, give us truly sterile, especially the feed, truly sterile feed. The feed is a real challenge because of the, the density of, of, the, uh, of the feed biscuit itself. Um, it's a real challenge to get that sterile. And um, I'm not aware of any um, methodology besides good old steam that's on the horizon for us to be able to achieve true sterility in the feed and the bedding. Despite their best efforts, no process is perfect. To keep the mice germ-free, Rich's team submits to extensive quality control tests that act as a fail-safe against both equipment and human error. Once a year, the equipment is subjected to cycle validation to prove that the autoclave is getting up to the correct temperature and maintaining the correct pressure, and process validation to ensure the autoclave process is achieving the desired results. Each bag of feed and bedding is also fixed with a temperature indicator to make sure the proper sterile temperatures were reached. Finally, they use self-contained bioindicators filled with Geobacillus bacteria, which is known to be especially difficult to kill with steam. The containers of bacteria are incubated after the autoclave process. In 24 hours, we pull them out of the incubator, and if um, the color has changed from purple to yellow, we know that there was bacterial growth, meaning we know that we did not sterilize the load. So obviously, if we had uh, bioindicators in every cylinder in the load, we would have to pop open the cylinder to get the bioindicators out to test them. So what we do is we use a sacrificial cylinder. So there's one cylinder dead center in the load, and that has the bioindicators in it. And the feed or bedding that comes out of that cylinder just gets thrown away, but it's a small price to pay for the security of knowing that you've sterilized the load. Thank you for listening to this episode of Eureka's Sounds of Science.